Hi, you're listening to Blog Talk Radio, Overcoming Life Obstacles, Jerry McGee of Abiding Life Ministries. Welcome to all of you who are listening. Um, We broadcast live the first and third Tuesdays of each month from 6 to 8 p.m. And um, hope you'll be listening in and invite your friends to listen. Uh, If you need prayer at the end of the the broadcast, if you'll call 646-595-4784. And don't forget to press 1, and we'll be happy to pray for you at the end of the program. Well, tonight I'm going to share on having hearing ears or ears to hear. You know, Jesus said over and over in the Word of God, uh, to him who has ears, let him hear He wasn't talking about the two ears that are attached to our face or our head. He was talking about having spiritual ears. You know, I'm always amazed if you're in a group of people, for example, and I heard this, uh, I just got back from Pennsylvania, and it was a glorious time. It was a great uh, time. People got healed and delivered. Um, But uh, at the end, uh, the the man that was the sponsor asked people, he said, how many of you would like to give a testimony of what God has done for you in this meeting? And um, he clarified it by saying, now, I don't want old bread. I don't want something that happened last week, last month. I want something that was current, fresh, that happened to you this weekend. And you wouldn't believe the people that shared a testimony, the testimony was always it was they were good, great testimonies, and I praise God that people uh, had, you know, been able to share a testimony, but they didn't have ears to hear. There was only about two people out of the ten that shared that had ears to hear that shared what God had done for them at that meeting. The rest of them shared uh, testimonies about their son, about their daughter, about somebody else, and they did not have ears to hear. Uh, you know, another time at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp, the, the leader of the camp said, uh, referring to lunchtime, he said, now when you go into the cafeteria, don't take the first seats at the table. Go to the very end of the table, and you would not believe 99% of the people stopped at the front tables and didn't do what he said. Um, I used to have a, a ministry farm. Um, I still am in the ministry, but I used to have a farm where I housed people in their recovery process and I would send somebody to the feed store for the for the uh, a certain thing that was in the yellow package and they'd come back with the red package and uh, or you'd ask them to to get a certain thing and they would get just the opposite uh, another time um, I have a kennel and people come to buy puppies and um I'll say, now, when you get to this certain street, you turn left, and they would always go the opposite direction. These people did not have ears to hear. If you're a person that won't receive instruction, is not open to the truth, disregards truth, um, and is unable to um, take, you know, to follow instructions, or a person that just don't want to obey, you don't have ears to hear. So my prayer tonight is that God will give you in myself too ears to hear i want to be able to hear god it's very important to hear god because when we follow after god we are not going to fall in the ditch we're not going to go um, the wrong direction and if you love jesus with your whole heart you want to go the way he leads you to go 
Now, if you're a double-minded person, that means a a double-minded person is a person that has two distinct personalities. One personality uh, would be, and I'm talking about a believer, one personality would be um, saying they love Jesus, and the other personality would be a love of, they would love the world more than they love Jesus. And God says a double-minded person uh, will receive nothing from God. Um, Job 3, uh, 34, I'm sorry, Job 34, 3 says, the ear tests words as a palate tastes food. Isaiah 50 says, God wakes up my ear to listen as a disciple. Now, disciple, the scripture says that the disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. Uh, the scripture says that uh, Jesus said, if you, uh, if you love your neighbor, uh, you will know that you, he said, you will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. Sometimes we think the disciples just ended with the 12 disciples that Jesus had. But he tells us in Matthew 18 and also Mark 16 to go into the world and preach the gospel and make disciples and teach them everything I've taught you to do. And, of course, uh, if you read Matthew 10, he, what he taught us to do was heal the sick, cast out devils, and raise the dead. And a, a disciple is a person that lets God discipline them. And to be a disciple, we have to listen because the scripture says, if you abide in my word and my words abide in you, you can ask whatever you will and I'll do it. He said, if you abide in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So Isaiah 50 says, God wakes up the ears of the disciples to listen and they will not be disobedient nor will they turn back. And so my prayer tonight is that God will wake up our ears to listen. You know, to have ears to hear means that God digs out, excavates, and irrigates our ears. Hearing problems come in when we as children uh, refuse to listen to our parents. I remember uh, the first seminar I ever taught. There was a precious girl, and praise God she's praying for me right now, but there was a precious girl that... um, came to me and she said, you know, I have really a problem listening to the word of God. And I said, well, did you ever have a problem listening to your earthly daddy? And she said, oh, she said, I couldn't stand his voice. When he would talk, I'd go, I can't stand his voice. And so I led her to repent of not listening to her daddy. And about uh, three months later, she was in my kitchen. She said, you remember when you prayed for me? She said, I didn't realize it, but I had a hearing problem. And so you can actually, your ears will be afflicted if you don't listen to your parents. If you're a counselor and you're a minister, you have to be a good listener because if you don't, you you won't know how to help people because what's in a person's heart comes out their mouth. And so if you listen to what comes out of their mouth, you'll know what's down in their heart and you'll know how to minister to them. And Jesus said over and over Uh, in the Gospels, to him who has ears, let him hear. Nine times in the Word of God, he mentions the words, ears to hear. Deuteronomy 29, verse 4 says, Yet to this day the Lord has not given you a heart to know, nor eyes to see, nor ears to hear. And so it's a gift from God to be able to see and hear, but idolatry, loving other things, being double-minded causes God not to uh, give us eyes to see and ears to hear. 
Ezekiel 12.2 says, Son of man, you live in the midst of a rebellious house who have eyes but do not see, but have ears and have ears but they do not hear, for they are a rebellious house. And so rebellion is uh, another reason why I don't listen. Uh, If you want to hear God, you're going to have to be willing to listen, to stretch out your ear to listen. Um, Jesus also says, to him who has ears, let him hear. He says that in Luke um, Luke eight eight, Luke fourteen thirty four. He goes on and he talks about uh, you know if salt is good, but even salt has become tasteless. Um, and he says it's useless. Uh, in other words, we're to be the salt of the earth, and so it's useless either for the soil or for the manure pile if it's um, lost its flavor. It's then thrown out. He, to him who has ears, let him hear. In Romans 11, verse 8, it says, Just as it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes to see not, ears to hear not, uh, down to this very day. And, of course, the reason he did that is because they were fruitless people. His children were not producing fruit for the Lord. John 15 says if we don't produce good fruit, we're thrown in the fire and burned and cut off. And so uh, if you are listening and you've been given a death sentence, ask the Lord, have you been a fruitless Christian or have you been a Christian that produces fruit? Because if if God were to heal you, would you go back to being a couch potato? Or would you go back, uh, you know, doing the same old thing you did? Because if you're not producing fruit for the Lord, why should he heal you? Because that's the purpose of our existence. The scripture says, uh, he chose us that we might go and bear fruit. It says that in John 15. So I'm speaking now to the people that have been given a death sentence. Have you been a fruitless Christian? If if it, if you would, if God would heal you, would you go back to living a fruitless life? You know, my mother in 1978 got uh, ovarian cancer, and uh, I led her to the Lord in the hospital. And after that, she became a fruit-producing Christian. Uh, but before that, she was not producing fruit. So um, ask yourself this question. In fact, this is a good question to ask if you've not been given a death sentence. Are you producing fruit for the Lord? Are you producing fruit for the devil? Are you trying to produce, are you producing both? Like E scripture says that Ephraim means double fruit, producing fruit for the Lord and fruit for the devil. But if we're a fruitful, fruitless Christian, he cuts us off. Uh, so having ears to hear doesn't mean uh, the two that, that are attached to our head. But when Jesus said to him who has ears, let him hear, he was not talking about uh, physical hearing. He was talking about spiritual hearing, which means to have a hearing, listening heart. And so, Lord, give us a hearing, listening heart. Uh, Jesus warns us in Mark 4 to take care how we listen, because if we don't take care how we listen, even what we think we have will be taken away. And so things get stolen when you don't take care of how you listen. And what that means is pay attention to his voice. Uh, it means take care of what you listen to. You know, either if you listen to, um, uh, there are certain things you can listen to that produces fear, but there are certain things you can listen to like the word of God that produces faith. So we need to take care of how we listen. And scripture um, calls us not only to, Consider carefully what we listen to, but how we listen to the word of God. 
we need to take the word of God to, to heart. You know, I, got, I get tremendous deliverance, 99% of the deliverance that I've had in the last 55 years of being a Christian has been a self-deliverance. All deliverance is, is James 4, 7, give yourself to God, that's 100%, and resist the devil and he'll flee. Got one foot with God and one foot with the world, and you're a fence rider, let me tell you something, you'll get nothing from God, and, uh, and you won't even be able to hear God. Um, if you're a person who rejects the voice of truth um, and refuses to receive correction, um, can't follow instructions, you don't have ears to hear. Not having ears to hear is one of the major roots to hear physical hearing problems. And, of course, spiritually, this is what we're talking about. But it usually starts in childhood when we refuse to listen to our parents. Like my friend that I shared with at the first of the program um, is is rejecting God's voice. A lot of times people grow up and if their parents are very controlling, they kind of tune them out. Um, you know, I know uh, one particular person where he grew up under being under control, and you you I've shared with him things in the past, and um, then three months later I mentioned it, and oh, you didn't tell me that. I mean, he didn't hear a word I said. And so it usually starts early, in earlier years. Um, in the physical, ears are an organ of hearing. Spiritual ears represent the ability to hear spiritually. And the Bible speaks often uh, of ears in a, in a figuratively way. Well, the, the Bible speaks often of, of ears in a literal way, but more significantly, it's the use of the word ear or ears in a figuratively way, which seems to speak of hearing and understanding. You know, understanding is the truth that sets me free. I need understanding. Hosea chapter 10, I'm sorry, chapter 4, at the end of that passage, it says the people without understanding are ruined. And the way we get understanding is to listen to God and to listen to his word. Now, another thing Jesus said in John 10, 10, my sheep hear my voice. And they obey me, and they'll not follow the voice of a stranger. And the voice of a stranger, that word in the Greek means the voice of another. And the voice of another is any, any word that contradicts the word of God. Some people complain that, that uh, God doesn't talk to them. Well, if you're double-minded, he, he's not going to give you anything. So if you want God to talk to you, you've got to first you got to know what God's word says because if you don't, you'll believe every voice every voice you hear, and that's why it's so important to um, it's so important to know the word of God because God will never tell you anything that contradicts His word. Um, the, the the verb give ear means to play, pay close attention to. Harlot, uh, Hosea 4 says harlotry, wine, and new wine take away the understanding. And, of course, harlotry is spiritual adultery. If you're a believer and you're living after the flesh and you're walking in disobedience and you're not denying yourself, taking up your cross to follow Jesus, you're committing spiritual adultery because there's other things that you love more than Jesus. And it says wine and new wine take away the understanding. King James says, take away the heart. And understanding is the truth that sets us free. We need the truth. 
And the way we get the truth is to abide in the word and we'll know the truth and the truth will set us free. When we lack understanding, it's because of idolatry. And so uh, idolatry is when we love anything more than we love Jesus. You know, you always know you have an idol when you get angry when you don't get it or you get depressed over it or you uh, fear you won't have it if you don't have it or you fear you'll lose it if you have it. And so uh, fear behind all fear is idolatry. Behind anger is idolatry. Deuteronomy 32 tells you, it says Jezreel, which Jezreel is the people of God, they grew fat, they worshiped gods, false gods, they worshiped demons, and uh, God turns them over to anger, jealousy, the teeth of beasts, famine, um, the plague. And so, um, so anger is linked to idolatry, and wherever you, have an, wherever you get angry, that's connected to a hot wire that's connected to one of your idols. You know, we want people to love our idols much as, as much as we do. For example, say you have an idol of you've got to listen to me or you've got to love me. And so when people don't love me, I get angry. When they don't listen to me, I get angry because it's idolatry. Did you know that God wants every angry thing in your life gone? The Bible says if you're a person that practices anger, you'll not inherit the kingdom of God. Uh, God wants every fear out of your life dissipated. Did you know that you can live free of fear, but you've got to give up your life that you might find it? The Lord showed me how to overcome fear and anger. If something would make me fearful or angry, I just let it go. I, I do like Abraham did Isaac. I take it up the mountain. doesn't sound like a good thing to, um, to kill your only son, but I take my idols up the mountain. Anything that depresses me, anything that hurts me, anything that makes me angry, anything that makes me fearful, I'll say, Lord, you hear what the devil is saying to me? God, I live for your glory. And if that would bring you greater glory and honor for that to happen, so be it. The devil, you can't do it in Jesus' name. It works with hurt. It works, it works with uh, anger. If I think somebody ought to be doing something or treating me right and they don't, you know, I've had to give up family members that have, totally shut me out and rejected me I, I would grieve over it for 15 years or and more than 15 years I would grieve over it and finally I would just took them up the mountain and Lord if it would glorify you the most for me to never have a relationship with them so be it now let me tell you if you um if if you don't have fear or anger God says you have not because you ask not and the scripture says this is the confidence that we can have toward him if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, we already have what we ask for. And so uh, you can be sure that God is going to answer the prayer for his glory. Uh, this, this works, I can tell you, God uses, has used that to uh, take away the fear in my life. I've never been a fearful person anyway, but, but uh, I just let it go. I take it up the mountain. Lord, if that would bring you greater glory and honor, so be it. And I've shared this before. My grandson was going was gonna to join the Marines after he got out of the University of Texas, and that's an honorable thing, and I commend the military. I had a grandson-in-law that was killed, and he was a S-18 fighter jet Marine pilot, and his plane went down south of Japan um, in last December, and he left a wife with uh, pregnant and a, and a little three-and-a-half-year-old, and it's been a grievous thing. 
and he was committed to the military. He was an honorable soldier. So I'm not discounting the military, but I knew that my grandson was called to preach. I knew he was called for deliverance and inner healing ministry. Um, and uh, I grieved over that for three months because I knew the laws, the shots they give you and all the stuff that they do at that time. I think you had less liberty in the military to preach the gospel or use the name of Jesus. And so it grieved me because I knew he was called to the ministry. And I grieved for three months. And finally, one day, I practiced what I preached. I said, Lord, if it would glorify you the most for you to put David in the Marines, I ask you in the name of Jesus, put him in the Marines. The devil, you can't put him there. And with just in a few months, and I didn't pray that anything bad would happen, but I never worried about it. I never thought about it, worried about it anymore. I never grieved anymore. And uh, and shortly after that, he hurt, he injured his knee, and that injured, ended the military career. And he's now home serving the Lord, ministering to the youth. Uh, he's on the Lake Hamilton prayer team with me, and he loves deliverance and inner healing. And so I praise God for that. But I knew that he was called to preach. Isaiah 6.10 says, Render the hearts of this people insensitive, their ears dull, their eyes dim, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I should heal them. Now, you can read this right in um, Matthew 13. You can read this very same thing. And God says, Blessed are your eyes, disciples, because they see. Uh, You're able to understand things that the wise and intelligent of this world cannot understand. And so, um, so because of idolatry, because of fruitlessness, uh, not producing good fruit, um, then God gives, gives, gives us over to ears that hear not and eyes that see not and a heart that can't understand, which is the truth that sets them free so that we can turn and be healed. Proverbs 18:15 says, the mind of the prudent acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Uh, when we refuse to listen to the Lord, he will not listen to us. Ze- uh, Zechariah 7:11 says, but they refused and uh, refused to pay attention and turned a stubborn shoulder and stopped up their ears from hearing. Now you can just get a picture of a person who stops up their ears with their finger and turns their back on God to shun what he says. And God said, they made their hearts like flint, could not hear the law and the word which the Lord of hosts had sent, had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Therefore, great wrath came upon them from the Lord. And just as he had called and they would not listen, so they called and he would not listen, says the Lord of hosts. Um, you know, I've seen people's ears healed when they've repented. Uh, like my friend that I mentioned at the first of the program who wouldn't listen to her dad, just couldn't stand her daddy's voice. And this has convinced me that um, much of our physical hearing comes in and the problems we have come in as children when we refuse to listen to our parents. Um, You know, I'm thankful that I had a daddy that uh, he would always, whether you wanted to hear it or not, he would always speak the truth to you, and he always had an answer for everything. And um, I always wanted to please my daddy, so I, I listened to my dad. And I, uh, not that I hear God perfectly, but I'm learning how to hear God. You know, I was really encouraged during the election when 
uh, Donald Trump was running for president, uh, all the stuff that was coming against him, uh, the Lord told me he was going to win. And when he did win, I'm telling you, that really caused my faith to be built up. Um, You know, I know another little boy who um, told me that um, uh, he had an ear infection. And so I went over and I asked his daddy if I could anoint him with oil. And I went over and anointed to anoint him with oil, and I asked him, I said, uh, "Do you have you not listened to your dad? He had an ear infection. Do you not listen? Did you have you just kind of tuned your dad out?" And he said, "Yeah, he had." And uh, and so I led him in repentance, and the Lord healed him. He didn't have to go to the doctor. Um, this same young man uh, shared with me uh, as an adult. He's an adult now, and still like you know in his early twenties. And I heard him share one day, he said he had gotten to the place where he said, I, he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, for some reason, I'm not hearing you very good. And uh, the Lord said, it's because you're not listening to your dad. And so you can shun the voice of authority, the voice of your dad, but how you respond to earthly authority, your earthly parents, unconsciously, you receive a lie that God's the same way. And if you don't listen, if you don't listen to your earthly parents, can I tell you that puts a block between you and God and you can't hear God like you're supposed to? You know, I know another lady who problems and she was uh, had problems hearing. In fact, she was deaf and had to use sign language. And um, the Lord showed her that because of the contention and strife she grew up in, it's like she kind of went into a soundproof booth or went into a false refuge where she refused to listen or she wouldn't hear them. I know another lady that was healed at one of my seminars um, because she had been slapped in the ears, boxed in the ears by her husband. And when she forgave him, broke, excuse me, broke the soul tie, the Lord healed him, healed her. Now, soul tie is a connection in the spirit. It can be like a, like a, a thread, like a string, like a rope, like a cable, like a chain depending on the depth of sin that I've committed with another person. And when somebody slapped, in other words, when her husband slapped her in the ears, that soul tie, through a soul tie, it was like in the spirit realm, his hands were still on her ears. And when she repented and forgave him, and somebody said the other day, if somebody does something bad to you, uh, it's not your fault. Should you be the one to repent? What you're doing is repenting of the wrong response to what they did. In other words, when I let the sun go down on my anger, I'm not responding the way the Lord told me to. The Lord says in Ephesians 4:26, "Do not let the sun go down on your anger, because you give a foothold to the devil." And so, um, so because she let the sun go down on her anger, she responded to the man in the wrong way, and through that, it bound her to a soul tie. And his hands were still uh, on her ears. I know another person that's had ear, multiple ear infections, and it's because they they were they were trained up in the truth, but these past few years they've kind of deviated from the truth. And, and the scripture says, having um, turning aside from truth to myth, it's having itching ears. They turn aside from truth to myth accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desire. And so 
Um, if you've got itchy ears, that could be the reason. Accumulating for yourself teachers in accordance to your own desire. So refusing to listen to our parents opens us up to hearing problems, not only physical hearing problems, but also keeps us from hearing God the way we should. And this will be carried over in our relationship with God and authority. You know, if a child perceives that his parents are stupid, controlling, irresponsible, too strict, um, controlling, uh, too hard, uh, because parents model for us a picture of what God's like, they receive a lie that God's the same way. And, of course, God isn't like our parents are. God is perfect. If we're always used to doing what seems best to us, falling after our own thoughts without regard to parents, authority, or God, it opens us up to hearing problems, uh, either physical deafness or hearing loss, or it, it also opens us up to uh, spiritual hearing. Hearing problems parallel us not listening to God. Uh, to turn the ear toward suggests that um, that we have a desire to understand. Proverbs 2.24 says, Make your ear attentive to wisdom, so it's a choice. Incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, if you lift your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then you will discern the fear of the Lord and, and discover the knowledge of God. He who neglects discipline despises himself, but he who listens to reproof uh, acquires understanding. The ears of the Lord symbolize that he hears our prayers as opposed to idols which cannot hear. First Peter 3 says, The ears of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So if you want God to hear you, you're going to have to uh, repent of your sin. Uh, and it's more than just saying, you know, I know people that say they love Jesus, but their hearts are, they love the world more than they love Jesus. You try to share truth with to them. You try to um, give them truth. And I don't, they'll say, I don't believe that. I don't believe what the word of God says. Psalms 115 says idols cannot hear. They have ears, but they can't hear. You know, we can make an idol out of ourselves. 28.9 says he who turns away from listening to the law, that's God's word, even his prayer is an abomination. People who refuse to listen to God are, are described as stubborn, stiff-necked, arrogant, scoffers, rebellious, perverse, and idolatrous. And I can tell you, if you refuse to listen to God and you stiffen your neck, you've got neck problems. That's the root to neck problems, one of the roots to neck problems. First Timothy 4, one says, In latter times, men will fall away from the faith, giving heed to doctrines of demons and seducing spirits. Nehemiah 9.16 says, But they acted, but they, our fathers, acted arrogantly. Then they became stubborn and would not listen to thy commandments. They refuse to listen. I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to read the bottom and see the consequences of it is not good. Uh, Nehemiah 9.29 says, And he admonished them in order to turn them back 
to thy law, did arrogantly and did not listen to thy commandments, but sinned against thine ordinances, by which if a man observes, he shall live. And they turn a stubborn shoulder. That can be the root to a, if you've got a shoulder problem, can I, be, can I tell you one of the roots of it? I'm not saying all of the roots, but one of the roots is turning a stubborn shoulder to the Lord and stiffening their neck, and they would not listen. So when we don't listen to God, there's consequences. And, um, and I'm just going to give you some scriptures to read on your own because this is a long message. Second, Second Kings 17, verse 14. Verse, uh, 2 Kings 17, verse 18. 17, verse 20. They get turned over to plunderers because they wouldn't listen. And he cast them out of his sight. Isaiah 66, 4 says, I will choose their punishments and, and bring on them what they dread. Because I called and no one answered, I spoke, but they did not listen. And they did evil in my sight and chose uh, that in which I did not delight. Yet they did not listen to me or incline their ear, but stiffened their neck, and they did evil more than their fathers. You have seen many things, but you do not observe them. You, your ears are open, but none hears. Isaiah 42, verse 23. Who among us will give ear to this and listen? Who will give heed and listen hereafter? Who gave Jacob up for spoil and Israel to plunderers? Was it not the Lord against whom we sinned and in whose ways they, would not, they were not willing to walk and in whose law they did not obey? So he poured out on him the heat of his anger and the fierceness of battle, and it set him ablaze all around, yet he did not recognize it, and it, and it burned him, but no one paid attention. Did you know there's a spiritual fire where we get burned and we don't even really realize we're getting burned? Um, it can be uh, one of the roots to why I have pain or why I have inflammation and other uh, maladies. Um, we could be on a spiritual fire. He set him aflame all around. I was at a, teaching a seminar once, and a man came up and he said, he said, I feel like my back's on fire. And I just took his hands. The Spirit of God led me to do this. And I said, I jerk him out of the fire. You know, in Jude, it says, snatch men out of the fire. And, of course, I snatched him out of a spiritual fire, and he said, well, I felt that. You know, when we read things in the Word of God, sometimes we don't, um, for example, we see we're burning. Well, we, it, it just really doesn't register. And let me uh, illustrate by uh, sharing another story. There was this girl who she was, had come out of, well, she was still had a crack addiction, and she had been a prostitute. And she was at one of my seminars, and she said, I feel like I got, she was, she, she, she acted like I can't, since you're not seeing what I'm doing, she said, I feel like I've got something in my, my mouth. And, of course, the Lord showed me she had a bitten bridle uh, in the spirit realm. You couldn't see it with the human eye, but it was a spiritual bitten bridle. And the scripture that I led her in repentance of, it says, don't be like a senseless horse or mule that has to have a bit and bridle in his mouth to keep him in check. So I led her in repentance, and I said, and I take that bridle off of her face, and she, she said, wow, it's gone. And so 
when you read things like that in the Word of God, in the spirit realm, she had a bitten bridle. Uh, Isaiah 42 talks about a person's burn it being burned, and it's not paying any attention. Malachi 2.2 says, If you do not listen and do not take heart to give honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send the curse upon you. Now, curses are carried out by demons. And I'll curse your blessings. And indeed, I have cursed them already because you are not taking it to heart. Uh, Also, just read Jeremiah 44, verse uh, starting with verse 4. And I'm not going to read it, but uh, 4 through um, 7, 8, uh, 44 uh, through eight, verse 8, Jeremiah 44, 9, Jeremiah 44, 10, and I'm going to read the last part of this because they wouldn't listen. But they have not become contrite even to this day, or have they they feared not walking in my law and statutes, but they have set before you and before your fathers. Therefore, in verse 11, says the Lord of hosts of Israel, Behold, I'm going to set my face against you for a woe even to cut off you, cut you off from Judah. And I will take away the remnant of Judah that have set their minds uh, on entering the land of Egypt, going back to the world, to reside there. And they will all meet their end in the land of Egypt or in the world. They'll fall by the sword and meet their end by famine. Both small and great will die by the sword and famine. And they will become a curse and an object of horror and an imprecation and a reproach. And so um, God also... Uh, refers to people who will not listen to him as false sons. And you can read that in Isaiah uh, verse chapter 30, verse 1, uh, verse 2, and then uh, 9. And read the whole chapter, but also 9 and verse 10. And if we're not listening to the Lord, we're listening to the song of fools. If you're not listening to the Lord, you're listening to the devil. Uh, so that's why it's so important to know what God's word says. Uh, Ecclesiastes 7, 5, it says, It is better to listen to the rebuke of a wise man um, than to than for one to listen to the song of fools. And so we're either listening to the Lord or we're listening to the harlot who says, Turn in here, Proverbs 5. Um, the whole chapter of Proverbs warns us to keep away from the harlot and um, that's not only a physical prostitute, but also um, it could be a pastor that is not teaching repentance. It could be somebody that says, oh, you know, uh, don't take that serious. Everybody has a little anger. Everybody has a little fear. Hey, God wants you over. He wants you to be repentant of fear and anger. And, uh, you know, every day should be a day of deliverance. I get delivered of something every day. It's a part of the sanctification process. And it lasts a lifetime. Proverbs 5.9 says, Lest you give your vigor to others and your years to the cruel one. 
How many of you are listening that you just say, I'm just so tired? Did you know that that's a curse? God says that those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. Proverbs 5.10 says, let strangers be filled with your strength and your hard-earned goods go to the house of an alien. And you groan at your latter end when your flesh and your body are consumed. Kind of sounds like cancer. To be consumed means to be eaten. And you say, have hated instruction and have not listened to the voice of my teachers. Verse 14, I was almost in ruin in the midst of the, of the assembly, right in the church house, the assembly of the congregation. God tells us in Proverbs 7, 4, say to wisdom, you're my sister, and call in understanding your intimate friend that you, they may keep you from an adulteress, from the foreigner who flatters with the words. That's that voice of the, of the enemy that tries to get you to turn in here and trying to get you... You know, God's voice tells you to walk the way of wisdom. The voice of a foreigner or the voice of an alien or a harlot or an adulteress says, turn in here. Second, uh, Timothy 4.3 says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they'll accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desire. So that's one of the roots to itchy ears. I will turn away their ears from the truth who will t- and, and they'll turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myth. And here are some promises if we listen to God. Success, Joshua 1.8 says that if we meditate on the word day and night and obey it, that everything we do will be a success and everything we do will be prosperous. I ask you this question, is, is your life successful? Is it prosperous? God wants you to be prosperous, but you've got to meditate on the word of God. You'll have healing, Exodus 15 says, 15:26 says, and he said, if you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes, I'll put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians, which is on the world, for I, the Lord, am your healer. And that means I am your doctor. Is what the word means in Hebrew. I am your doctor. And so so you can see that behind sickness and disease is sin. And can I tell you, behind your need for deliverance is sin. Sin is behind all of our problems. Proverbs 4.20 tells us to give attention to his word and clear, incline our ear to his saying. Uh, verse 21, do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all your whole body. 23, watch, watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put devious lips far from you. Let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Watch the path of your feet and, you, and your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Turn your foot from evil, and that can be one of the root to foot problems. My son, give attention to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my, to my understanding that you may observe discretion and your lips may reserve knowledge. What promises we have in God's word if we obey? Also, you'll have safety. Proverbs 123 says, He who listens to me 
will dwell in safety and be at ease from the dread of evil. What a promise we have if we listen to God. We don't have to fear the shooters. We don't have to fear the the um, ISIS. We don't have to fear anybody uh, bothering us. And, you know, there always has to be a reason. If it happens, it's because there's a spiritual root. There's an open door. Curse without a cause cannot light. Another promise we have if we listen is to dwell with the wise. Proverbs fifteen thirty one says, He who listens to the life-giving uh, reproof will dwell among the wise. We'll have understanding, which is the truth that sets us free. Proverbs fifteen thirty two, Receive discipline. Let God correct you and you'll receive understanding. And what that means is when you go through a trial, go to God and ask him what he's trying to teach you. Let him discipline you. And when I'm saying discipline, discipline can be just lining you up with the word. You know, um, if you're willfully rebellious and you won't listen, yeah, you get a spanking from God. But discipline is to instruct a child in the way it should go. And so when we go to God and say, Lord, what are you trying to show me through this trial? And uh, if he shows us sin, we repent of it. Um, he gives us the truth that sets us free. We receive understanding when we go to God. We've got to go to his throne of grace. And we'll have the, be- the, and we'll have the best of the land. Isaiah 19 verse, I'm sorry, Isaiah, uh, don't have the chapter, I'm sorry. Um, but it says if you consent and obey, uh, you'll have the, the fat of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you'll be devoured by the sword. You have life. Isaiah 5, 3 says, incline your ear to my ear and obey me. Listen that you may live. You know, it says in Deuteronomy, I've set before you this day death and life, uh, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life. Don't choose curses. Choose life. Um, we'll have welfare versus judgment. Jeremiah seven twenty three says, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you will be my people, and you will walk in all the way which I command you, that it may be well with you. You'll have prosperity. Deuteronomy 29, 9. Keep the words of his covenant that you may prosper in all that you do. Well, the whole law is kept when we love the Lord our God with our whole heart, not part of it, not just a little bit of it. Love God with our whole heart and our neighbor as ourselves. Jesus said in Matthew 22 that that fulfills the whole law of all the Bible. It's when we walk in love and love God. Uh, You'll learn the fear of the Lord, Proverbs 34. Did you know you have to learn the fear of God? It's Proverbs thirty four eleven. Come now, my children, listen to me, and I'll teach you the fear of the Lord. In fact, in 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 Matthew eleven twenty eight and twenty nine, where Jesus said, "Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon your neck and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble, and you shall find rest for your soul. For my burden is light and my load is easy." So you see, wearing the yoke of Jesus, He teaches you everything you need to know. You'll have blessings. Proverbs 8, 3 says, Therefore, my son, listen to me. How blessed are all those who keep my ways. Uh, according to the word of God, a skillful listening is not a, is a non-negotiable skill for all and for every believer. Uh, we don't really have a choice. I mean, we have a choice, but if you want to walk with God and be blessed, you have to obey it's very easy to slip into what the scripture calls uh, callousness. 
of heart to hear the truth. Jesus makes it clear, ultimately, uh, how we listen reveals uh, who we are. John eight forty seven says, He who is of God listens to the words of God, yet therefore hear them not. Therefore you hear them not because you're not of God. So if, uh, if it's been a problem for you that you don't hear God, the other day someone said, I wish God would, would speak to me. Well, you can't be double-minded if you want God to speak to you. Um, you have to be willing to listen, to stretch your ear to hear him. Proverbs 4 says we're instructed to watch over our heart because out of it flow the issues of life, which means our heart's a spiritual garden. Everything that's come down on us generationally is stored in, in our spiritual garden, which is our heart. Um, uh, every sin I've committed, everything I've listened to, good or evil, is stored in my heart. Everything that's happened to me, if I haven't uh, repented or if, I, if somebody has done evil to me and I haven't forgiven them, it's stored down in my heart. And so you know what's there when you listen to what comes out of people's mouth uh, and in your thought life. Out of, the, out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. Out from the mouth proceed uh, the words that are in the heart. That's why the scripture says in, in Matthew chapter 12 that by your words you're justified, by your words you're condemned because the very thing that's in your heart is going to come out your mouth. Either it'll justify you or it'll condemn you. And um, when you're ministering to people, you have to listen closely because then you know how to help them when you listen to what comes out of their mouth. And here's some other reasons why we should listen. Uh, if we don't listen, we'll lose what we think we have. And that's in Mark chapter 4. When we let the blind lead us, we fall in a ditch. The blind lead the blind, we'll fall in the ditch. And only the blind will let the blind lead them. That means fear of man brings a snare. Don't be a compromiser. Can I tell you, if you're a person that compromises and double-minded is a people-pleaser, your 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 life's in danger because we're living in days that if you compromise if you compromise the word of God and you um, you're double minded and you fear man and you're a people pleaser, let me tell you something: you're not a God pleaser if you're doing all that. And if you want to be protected in these days and dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, it says in Psalms 91, you'll abide under the shadow and protection of the Almighty. Uh, failure to listen to God and authority uh, can result in hearing loss. I've already shared that. Without hearing God, we'll be led we'll be led astray into rebellion. And the reason I should take care why I listen, because words are seed and the word of God is seed. And when I plant uh, the wrong seeds in my spiritual garden or down in my heart, by receiving the wrong kind of seeds. Um, then it's going to produce the wrong kind of fruit. You know, if I want to know what kind of seeds have been planted in my spiritual garden, I need to look at the fruit that's produced. If you plant corn, you're going to get corn, more corn. You're going to get one stalk of corn with bunches of ears of corn with hundreds of kernels of corn. You're going to get the same thing you plant more than you plant and later than you plant. 
And when you plant the wrong seed, um, the Bible says that the wrong seed will choke out the good seed. In Deuteronomy 22, and I believe it's Leviticus 19, that says don't plant two kinds of seed in your vineyard or in your garden because the, the bad seed will, will uh, destroy the good. If you've ever had a garden, you know that you don't have. If you don't get the weeds out, it's going to take over the good plants, and you you don't have to you don't have to take care of the weeds. They just seem to. You wonder where they're coming from. Failure to listen to God hardens my heart, and Pharaoh was a good example when Moses was speaking God to him, and he refused to listen. He hardened his heart. Uh, I need to take care of listen because how I listen because it's like apples of gold and settings of silver. To listening ear So I need those apples of gold And settings of silver uh, Listening proves that I have wisdom And I'm not a fool The scripture says that if you try to help a fool uh, He won't listen But if you help a wise man He'll listen to your instructions We need to listen to correction To, str- to stay on God's path And the highway of holiness uh, Isaiah 35 talks about a highway of holiness It says on the highway of holiness No lion, no fool, no unclean Can walk there so I'm protected there. Proverbs uh, 19:27 says, "Cease listening, my son, to discipline, and you will stray from the word of knowledge." I'm, I am so thankful that that I want God to tell me, to correct me, to line me up with His word. And when I see something every day that I that I need to do or haven't done or should have done or should, hadn't repented of. I repent and get delivered. Deliverance is James 4, 7. Give yourself to God and resist the devil and he'll flee. We need to listen to the voice of God because um, the good shepherd, uh, we have to listen to the voice of God, the good shepherd, to get our prayers answered. Proverbs 28, 9 says, He who turns away his ear from listening to the law, even his prayer is an abomination to God. And we need to have listening ear to receive the words of wisdom and the knowledge to help others that we're ministering to. We need to listen to God because if we continue refusing to listen, we'll be destroyed uh, and eventually we'll lose our physical healing, hearing. And we need to listen to uh, be protected from the enemy. Psalms 91, we need to listen to receive our marching instructions from the Lord. And listening causes the eyes of our heart to be enlightened. And I need the eyes of my heart to be enlightened. Listening keeps you from the harlot who says, turn in here. And so um, so we need to listen to be blessed have all the benefits of listening to God, to have his protection, his safety, his, to be able to be prosperous people. And so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead you in repentance. And if you're listening and you, you can agree with this, if you'll pray the prayer with, pray these prayers with me, you'll, that will in repent of what I'm going to lead you in repentance of. Uh, ask God to forgive you for everything God has already showed you just through this message and um, just if you'll uh, pray these prayers with me, I mean, when you repent of sin, you're going to get deliverance through this. If you've got hearing problems, uh, ask the Lord to show you. Did you listen to your mother and father? Were you rebellious? Were you a rebellious child? And um, 
So pray with me, if you will. Father, in the name of Jesus. And before I start, you know, I meant to do this at the first of the program. You know, you can't hear God if you don't have the Holy Spirit. And you won't have the Holy Spirit if you've never been born again. Uh, being born again is more than praying a prayer to see Jesus, the devil and demons believe. I know so many people that are not saved. They, they, they're believers in Jesus because, um, but there's no fruit in their life. They, they really uh, have never been born again. And it's the difference between receiving Jesus and what's in your head has got down in your heart. You know, if you're not willing to deny yourself after, after you receive Jesus as Savior, you're not willing to deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him, you won't be born again. Born again means that everything about you changes. You're still a work in progress. But um, I used to curse like a sailor, and I got saved reading the Bible, looking for answers for my sister's problems, and I found the answers to my own problems. My sister was going through a divorce. And I wanted to help her, and so I began reading the Bible to look for answers for her and found answers for me. And I got to the scripture that says, uh, I think it's in 1 Corinthians 5, where it says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. And I thought, that's what's happened to me. I was not even a church member. I remember being in the kitchen, and you know, when God speaks to you, I can even tell you exactly where I was standing. Uh, in Lavernia, Texas, which is in South Texas, um, I was standing in my kitchen and a curse word came out of my mouth. And I said, Lord, that doesn't sound like anything a Christian ought to say. And that day, 55 years ago, God set me free from using bad language. And so if your person uses, uses a lot of bad language, it means that you've got a lot of stuff stored down in your heart. But God wants to deliver you. And so pray with me, Father, if you've never been born again, and I don't, you know, if you're, when you're born again, you know that you know that you know you're born again because everything about you's changed. You're still not perfect, but um, all of a sudden you want to be, you want to please God. And so if that's you, say, Lord, in Jesus' name, I present my body to you as a living sacrifice. Forgive me for not, in the past, not being willing to deny myself, take up my cross and follow you. Lord, I ask you to forgive me for my sin, for sexual sin, for drinking, for adultery, for fornication, for fear, for depression. I ask you to forgive me, Lord, for the iniquities of the heart. Lord, forgive me for not listening to you. God, I ask you to forgive me for not listening to my parents. Forgive me for rebellion. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for anger. Forgive me for loving the world more than I love you. Forgive me for straddling the fence. Father, I invite your Holy Spirit to come in and possess my body and save me. Lord, give me a new life. Let me be born again. Let me be a new creation in Christ in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask you to forgive me for not skillfully listening to you. I ask you, God, in the name of Jesus, to forgive me for rebellion. Forgive me for turning a stubborn shoulder to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for um, idolatry and fruitlessness that would cause me to be cut off, It would cause you to turn me over to eyes that don't see and ears that don't hear and a heart that can't understand <coughs> so I could be healed. Forgive me for not letting you discipline me, correct me. God, would you open my ears to, li- would you, Lord, 
give me the ears of a disciple that I will not be disobedient nor will I turn back. Give me ears to hear. Dig out and excavate and irrigate my ears. Father, would you heal me of a of of deafness, uh, of uh, of nerve damage in my ears? Would you, Lord, uh, I've, I've been told that sometimes when people can't hear, they don't have hair in their ears, that you have to have hair in your ears in order to hear. So, Lord, if there's no hair in my ears, why I haven't heard, would you please cause hair to grow back in my ears in Jesus' name? Lord, would you please forgive me for not having ears to hear? God, would you please um, give me a heart to know, eyes to see, and ears that hear? God, forgive me for being rebellious. God, would you please forgive me for walking after my own desires? Uh, God, forgive me for planting the wrong kind of seed in my vineyard. God, would you forgive me for fruitlessness, which would cause you to give me over to a spirit of stupor, eyes to see not, ears to hear not, um, a food table that has been a snare to me. God, give me spiritual ears. Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you to cause the eyes of my heart to be enlightened. Lord, let me know what is the hope of my calling. Let me know the truth, Lord, that sets me free. Forgive me for not being a good listener. Forgive me for not wanting to receive instruction. Forgive me for shunning and rejecting the truth. Lord, forgive me for not following instructions because I didn't follow my parents' instructions. I forgive my parents for not teaching me to follow instructions in the name of Jesus. Lord, give me hearing uh, give me hearing and understanding in Jesus' name. Lord, I give ear to you. I stretch my ear toward you. Forgive me for spiritual adultery, harlotry wine, and new wine that's taken away to understanding. Father, forgive me for refusing to listen. Oh, Lord, I've been being ruined because of the lack of understanding. Forgive me for not keeping on listening so that I could perceive, understand, and be healed. Remove the judgments only, Lord. Forgive me for not having the mind of a prudent and acquiring knowledge. Forgive me for not having the ear of a wise seeking knowledge. Uh, God, forgive me for turning a stubborn shoulder to you and stopping up my ears, refusing to listen, which would keep you from listening to me. Forgive me for not turning to your reproof. I do that now, Lord. Forgive me that when you've called, I refuse to listen. I forgive anyone who's hit me in the ears in the name of Jesus. Lord, forgive me for having itching ears, turning aside from truth to myths, and accumulating for myself teachers in accordance to my own desires. Lord, forgive me for the times that I, when I grew up and, and my mother and father were fighting and there was strife and I, and I just chose to go into a swallowed up, place into a soundproof booth where I wouldn't hear anybody. Forgive me for vowing I won't hear, I won't listen. Forgive me for refusing to listen to my parents, Father. Forgive me for refusing to listen to you in authority. Lord, forgive me for judging my parents as stupid, controlling, irresistible, too strict, too hard, um, not teaching me anything, too controlling, too hard. I forgive my parents that I just had to, they let me just train myself. Uh, that I had to, to raise myself. I forgive my parents for that. Lord, you're not like my parents in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, forgive me that I haven't made my ear attentive to wisdom and inclined my heart to understanding. Forgive me for not crying for discernment and lifting my voice for understanding. Forgive me for not seeking her as silver and searching her as for hidden treasure. Forgive me for not discerning the fear of the Lord and discovering the knowledge of you, Lord. Forgive me for neglecting discipline, hating myself, and not listening to reproof so that I could acquire understanding. Forgive me, Lord, for not living a righteous life which would cause you to listen to my prayers. Forgive me for making an idol out of myself. Idols don't hear. They have ears, but they don't hear. Forgive me for turning away my ear from listening to the law, to your law, Lord, which would cause my prayer to be an abomination to you. Forgive me for being uh, stubborn, stiff-necked, arrogant, scoff, rebellious, perverse, idolatrous. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for falling away from the faith, uh, giving heed to doctrines of demons and seducing spirits. Lord, I, I forgive my forefathers for all the things that I'm repenting of. Forgive me for being arrogant, stubborn, not listening to your commandments, refusing to your listen, not remembering your wondrous deeds. Uh, God, in the name of Jesus, forgive me for um, my sin, which would cause you to, to judge me, to destroy me, to allow me to be put under curses. Forgive me for stiffening my neck when you wanted, you wanted to talk to me, not believing on you, Lord. Forgive me for making you angry, which would cause you to remove me from your sight. Forgive me for rejecting, Lord, rejecting your word, which would cause you to reject my descendants. I forgive my forefathers for doing that, which would cause me to be rejected, which would cause you to turn me over to plunderers and choose my punishments. And bring on me what I've dread. Lord, you called and I and I and my forefathers and I um, didn't listen. We didn't pay attention. We didn't answer you, Lord. We did evil in your sight. I ask you to forgive me, Lord. Forgive me for not inclining my ear to you. And I forgive my forefathers for this. Lord, I've seen many things but not observed them. My ears are open, but I haven't heard you. Forgive me, Lord. Lord, I choose to give ear to you. I haven't in the past, but I choose now to give ear. Diligently listen to you, to give heed to you and listen. God, I ask you to forgive me for not listening, which would cause you to give me up as spoil and to plunderers. Forgive me for sinning against you, Lord. Forgive me for not being willing to walk in your way and and not obey your law, which would cause you to pour out on me the heat of, of your anger and the fierceness of battle and you to set me aflame all around and not recognize it and it to be burning me, but I, I don't even see it. And, Lord, forgive me for paying no attention. And, Lord, those who, who have been given over to a fire, I jerk them out of the fire right now in Jesus' name. Um. Forgive me for not giving honor to your name, cause you to send a curse upon me and curse my blessings and curse me already because uh, I haven't taken your word to heart. 
Lord, you sent people to warn me, and I I just had an attitude. I don't believe that. I don't believe your word. Forgive me for not reading your word. Forgive me for not loving your word. Forgive me for not aligning myself with your word. Forgive me for not inclining my ear to your word, but inclining my ears to wickedness instead. Lord, I ask you to pour out your, uh, remove the burning anger um, or ruin and desolation from not listening to you. Forgive me for this sin of not listening, which would cause you to cut me off from man and woman and cause me to be rejected, child and infant. Um, Forgive me for provoking you to anger with the works of my hands. Forgive me for burning sacrifices to other gods in the land and in the world. Forgive me for this sin, which would cause me to be cursed and reproached among all the nations of the earth. I forgive my forefathers for being wicked in all these areas that I've confessed. I I repent for myself and take accountability for the sins of my forefathers. Forgive me for not being contrite of heart. Forgive me for not fearing you and walking in your law and your statutes, which you set before me. I forgive my forefathers for that. Forgive me for my sin of not listening, which would cause you to set your face against me and cut me off. Forgive me for not being a fruit-producing Christian, which would cause you to cut me off. Forgive me for not listening, which would cause me to fall by the sword and meet my end by famine. Forgive me for not listening, which would cause me to be an object of horror and imprecation and reproach. Forgive me for being a false son, a rebellious child, not letting you discipline me. Forgive me for going to the world for answers and without consulting you. Forgive me for taking refuge in the safety of the shadow of Egypt instead of the shadow of the Almighty. Forgive me for refusing to listen to the instruction of the Lord, for saying to the seers, you must not see visions and you must not prophesy. I want to just share share this too. If a prophet is not telling you to repent of your sin, he's a false prophet. If he's just telling your fortune, that's a false prophet. A true prophet of God will line up with the word of God, will speak the word of God, will tell you to repent of your sin, uh, will um, tell you that without holiness, no man's going to see the Lord. So, Lord, forgive me for listening to false prophets. Forgive me for wanting people just to speak pleasant words to me. Forgive me for wanting, listening to these prophecies of illusions rather than your prophecy. Forgive me for listening to the song of fools rather than listening to the the rebuke of a wise person. Forgive me for not keeping my way from the harlot, giving my vigor to to the cruel one. 
giving my vigor to others. Forgive me for not uh, uh, trusting you. Um, you said the joy of the Lord is my strength. Forgive me for letting strangers be filled with my strength and my hard-earned goods to go to the house of a, an alien, which would cause me to groan at the latter end when my flesh and my body is consumed. Forgive me for saying how I hated instruction and my heart spurned reproof. Forgive me for not listening to the voice of my teachers nor inclining my ear to my instructors. And, Lord, I've been almost in utter ruin in the midst of the assembly, right in the church house, because of not listening. Lord, forgive me for not saying to wisdom, you're my sister, and understanding you're my best friend, my intimate friend. Lord, I say, to, I say that to you now. Uh, I say to wisdom, you're my sister, and, to, and I call understanding my intimate friend. Forgive me for spiritual adultery. Uh, God, forgive me for listening to the voice of a harlot. Forgive me for having itching ears, turning aside from truth to myths, and accumulating for myself teachers in accordance to my own desire. Forgive me for turning away my ears from listening to truth and accumulating for myself teachers in accordance to my own desire. Lord, in Jesus' name, Forgive me for not watching over my heart. Forgive me for not being of you so that I can hear you. You said he he that hears the word of God is of God, and those who do not hear, uh, it's because I don't belong to you. Lord, I want to belong to you. Forgive me for callousness, spiritual callousness. Forgive me for not skillfully listening to your word. Forgive me for not watching over my heart. Forgive me for not taking care how I listen, which would cause me to lose what I think I have, me to lose and have what I do know taken away from me. Forgive me for being blind and leading the blind. Forgive me for not listening to authority and not listening to my parents, shunning the voice of my parents. Forgive me for rebellion. Forgive me for hardening my heart, not taking care how I listen, not receiving apples of gold and settings of silver. Forgive me for not having a listening ear. Forgive me for being a fool and not listen, not listening, not being wise. Forgive me for not listening correction so that I could stay on your path. Forgive me for not listening to discipline. Forgive me for straying from the words of knowledge. Forgive me for not listening to you, the good shepherd, turning away my ear from listening to your law, which would cause my prayer to be an abomination. Forgive me for not receiving words of wisdom and knowledge. Forgive me for not listening to you so that you'll listen to me. 
Lord, I want to hear your marching orders. I want to walk the way you tell me to walk. I want you to enlighten my eyes, Lord. Forgive me for listening to the voice of the harlot. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgive my forefathers for everything, my mother and father, for everything I've just now confessed. I take accountability for all these sins that I've repented, I've confessed to you all the way back to Adam and Eve. I ask you to start with Adam and Eve and let your cleansing blood flow down through my bloodline, washing away any ground Satan's had in my life through the generational iniquities of forefathers. I break generational curses, soul tie curses, cultural curses, and I put everything I've confessed under the blood of Jesus and declare that it goes no further in Jesus' name. I break soul ties with my forefathers, my mother, father. Uh, I break soul ties with every person I've sinned with. I call back my soul and my human spirit from every person that I've sinned with. I send back their souls and their human spirits back to them. I exchange their image for the image of Christ. I command every demonic spirit that came in through uh, the sins that have been confessed to leave every person who's listening in. I command spiritual deafness to go. I command spiritual uh, physical healing to go. I mean, I command the spirit that hinders physical healing. I command deafness, dumbness, muteness. I command the spirits that have stopped up their ears to go now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I send forth your mighty healing, resurrecting, resurrection, delivering, healing, restoring power into the lives of every person who's prayed these prayers in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I command fear of man. I command compromise to go in the name of Jesus. I command every spirit of deafness to go. I command spiritual deafness to go now. I command fruitlessness to go now. I command rebellion to leave now in Jesus' name. I command stubborn, stiff-necked, arrogant, go now in Jesus' name. I command every spirit that came in through turning their shoulder away from the Lord. I jerk them out of the fire in the name of Jesus. I command the plunderers to leave in the name of Jesus. I command deprecation to go now in Jesus' name. I command shame to leave in the name of Jesus. I break your power in the name of Jesus. I command fear of man to go now in the name of Jesus. I command lies, lying, unbelief, doubt, leave now in Jesus. I break your power. I break the power of spiritual adultery and and harlotry to go now in Jesus' name. I break the power of, of harlotry, wine, and new wine to go now in Jesus' name. Every spirit that's blocking the truth that sets them free, I command you to go now in Jesus' name. I break the power of every spirit that would keep them from salvation. Go now in Jesus' name. Every spirit of double-mindedness, compromise, has to go now in Jesus' name. All spirits of unforgiveness has to go. Every lie they believe about God has to leave them now in Jesus' name. Every spirit that's hindering ears to hear, go now in Jesus' name. Every spirit that has neglected uh, discipline, go now in Jesus' name. Every spirit of of, uh, of not following instructions, I command you to go now in Jesus' name. Every spirit that rejects the truth, I command you to go now in Jesus' name. I break your power in the name of Jesus. All the snares that they've been ensnared in because they fear man more than they fear God. 
all spirits of loving the world more than they love God, I command you to go now in Jesus' name. I break your power in the mighty name of Jesus. Self-pity, religious spirits, has to go now in Jesus' name. Bitterness, resentment, anger, hostility, unforgiveness, torture, torment, the tormentors, I command you to leave now in Jesus' name. All spirits of mind control, witchcraft, has to go now in Jesus' name. I break your power. Yokes of bondage, I break every yoke of bondage off their neck in the name of Jesus. The yoke that would lead them to destruction, I break it. Now, in Jesus' name. Haughtiness has to go. Leviathan, you have to leave in the name of Jesus. Python, Jezebel, Ahab, you have to leave now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. I break off every yoke, and Lord, I ask you to yoke their necks to Jesus that's light and easy, and they find rest for their soul. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask you to break down your kingdom upon every life. Lord, you said that when a demon goes out of a man, the kingdom of God comes down upon that person. So I pray, Lord, the kingdom of God will come down upon every life. Baptize us, Lord, with fire and with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I praise you, Lord. Praise you, mighty God. Now, those of you who are listening, take a deep breath and blow out. The word spirit means breath. In Jesus' name, you can cough it out, blow out in the name of Jesus. Praise you, mighty God. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Praise you, mighty God. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt you, holy God. We thank you, Lord. You're so mighty. You're such an awesome king, such a wonderful God. Give you praise, honor, and glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we bind all backlash, all retaliation in the name of Jesus. Every curse that's been sent against us on this program, we're sent back on the enemy seven times over, unbroken and in full force. Uh, not to kill them, hurt them, harm them, but so they'll fear God and turn away from evil. In the mighty name of Jesus, praise you, Lord. We bind and break every word of death, word of iniquity, curse, assignment, satanic ritual spoken over Dorothy Carruthers, over Ronnie, over uh, this program, over us, over every person listening in. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. We praise you, mighty God. We bless you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. Well, what I'm going to do is share a little bit about the ministry, and when I get through, if no one has called in for prayer, then we'll just close the program. Abiding Life Ministries was started in 1978. You can go to my website, which is GaryMcGee.com. That's G like George, E-R-I-M-C-G-H-E-E.com. And there's lots of free articles you can print out. There's lots of free CDs you can listen to that you can order books. Um, and I would just recommend uh, all of them, but there's one called Clearing the Land. Basically, it's a repentance book, and it's $6 plus shipping. If, you, uh, if you're international, then uh, the shipping is more, and I, I don't have any way of knowing how much that is, but you could even order it online through PayPal. And so um, you can order all these things online. Um, there's a place you can sign up for my email, and I'll send out, I'm starting to send out little daily thoughts of encouragement. Hopefully, it's going to continue. I did it for a long time, but because of I was having difficulty, uh, that's, that's improved. The difficulty has been improved, so hopefully I plan to start doing that again. But if you'll sign up for my email, uh, you'll get a flyer every time we're going to be on the radio. We're on the radio four times 
uh, twice on uh, Dorothy Carruthers Blog Talk Radio and twice a month on uh, Shannon Davis Omega Man. And you can go to that on omegaman.com. And, um, but you can go to my website, and uh, there's a place that if you'd like to give an offering, if you've been blessed, uh, our ministry could use it. We're just a small ministry, and um, we want to help people. But we have we have ministry needs, so if the Lord, if you've been blessed and the Lord would lead you to send a gift, we'd appreciate it. You can send it through PayPal. Also, the precious lady that sponsors this program, you can send her a gift through PayPal by going to D for Dorothy, Churchy, C-H-U-R-C-H-Y, one dot, uh, I'm sorry, at hotmail.com. Um, you can email me at Jerry McGee at sbcglobal.net. That's G-E-R-I-M-C-G-H-E-E at sbcglobal.net. Um, we're we're going to be on, on um, this um, blog talk radio the first and third Tuesdays of each month from 6 to 8 p.m. Um, if you're in the Dallas area, or Duncanville area, we have a we have a uh, a seminar uh, in the mornings once a month. The first it's changed. We were doing it the second Saturday of the month. It's now the first Saturday of the month, and this coming Saturday, December the seventh, two thousand and seventeen, we'll be meeting at ten o'clock. It's a new place now. We'll be meeting at the Hilton uh, Garden Inn, uh, located at Exit four sixty three and Interstate 20 in Duncanville, Texas. And we meet at 10 o'clock, and we break, at, we, it goes till 1230. And we do personal prayer. We pray for people that come. And um, let's see, if you would like prayer, if you'll call in to 646-595-4784 and press 1, I'll be happy to pray for you. Uh, you can find... Um, Oh, I started telling you a while ago about clearing the land. Uh, that little repentance book has gone all over the world, and you actually can get deliverance just going through the book. It lists curses in the Bible. It lists uh, sins, occult things, and you can actually go through the repentance book and get delivered. And um, if you'd like to schedule a seminar in your area or meeting in your area, um, then just you can email me at jerrymcgee at sbcglobal.com. Um, and be sure and listen again. Uh, and if there's no one calling in, I'll just go ahead and close by saying, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you more peace. I love you. God bless you. Jerry? Uh-huh. Hello? Hi, Jerry. Hello, yes. we, do have, we do have somebody in the uh, chat room that wanted to know the name of your website again, please. It's Jerry If you could McGee. give that information. Okay, it's jerrymcgee.com. And it's spelled this way, G like George, E-R-I-M-C-G-H. EE.com. That'll take you to my website. And be sure, if you've been blessed, be sure and email me and tell me what the Lord's done in your life. I love to be encouraged and love to hear what the Lord has done. 
He's a great guy. And there's one. And he wants, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. There's one other thing that she'd like you to keep her son in prayer. Uh, okay. That he come to Jesus. He's in jail in right now. Okay. Well, tell her don't enable him. See God's discipline in him to keep her hands off of him and just pray for him. And the way I prayed for my son is Second Corinthians ten four five and six. It says the weapons of my warfare are not worldly, but mighty to God for the smashing down of strongholds. And um, I just say I break down, I tear down strongholds of theft, I tear down strongholds of homosexuality, I tear down strongholds of adultery. Whatever you see negative in his life, tear those down. And then say, I cast down every imagination, every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I take captive in my son's life, you name your son, every thought to the obedience of Christ. And you'll have to pray that every day. There's tremendous promises in God's word about your children. The scripture says the children of the righteous are blessed. The children of the righteous will be delivered. Um, the captive will be taken from the mighty man. The prey of the tyrant will be rescued. The scripture says that um, that if your children, your sons forsake my law, God says I'll visit their transgressions with a rod. And that's what your son is being, his transgressions are being visited uh, with a rod. He said, but I'll not deal falsely with my covenant towards you. The scripture says the loving kindness of the Lord goes to the thousand generation of those who keep covenant with him and remember his precepts to do them. You know, when I was praying for my son who lived a homosexual lifestyle for 20 years, I prayed for him. Praise God, he's in heaven. But one of the scriptures that meant a lot to me was Job 22 says, if you lay your gold in the dust and you remember the almighty is your gold, you can decree a thing and those who do not deserve to be saved, and none of us do deserve it, will be saved by the cleanness of your hands. Uh, Psalm 68 says, if you regard iniquity in your heart, God will not hear your prayers. And that scripture motivated me over the years to try to keep my heart right with God because I wanted my son saved. And praise God, he is in heaven with Jesus. But uh, uh, I don't know what your son's name did she, uh, Ronnie, did she give her son's name? No, she didn't give his name. Okay, well, Lord, we just lift She's up. She's in the chat room, Rhonda. What's his name? No, she's still here. Yeah. Okay, well, that's okay. Well, Lord, I just lift up my sister that you just give her wisdom not to enable him to keep her hands off and just pray. And, Lord, we pray for this son that's in rebellion. We, well, Lord, we just decree that salvation to come to him, Lord, in Jesus' name. We ask you to save his soul. We tear down strongholds of drugs and alcohol and and perversion, and we tear down strongholds of theft, and whatever he did, Lord, we tear down strongholds that would block the truth that sets him free. We tear down every stronghold that would block salvation. Lord, we cast down every imagination, every high lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God in this young man's life, and we take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. In Jesus' name, we punish every disobedience. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you and praise you for salvation for this young man. Lord, I ask you to comfort that mother. I ask you to draw her to your word. I ask you, Lord, to pour your spirit out upon her. I pray your kingdom will come down on her and her son in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you, all of you who've listened. We hope you'll listen again on the third uh, Tuesday of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Time. And we're in the year 2017, in case you're listening to this uh, in a different year. (laughs) Well, God bless you. Keep you and, again, make his face shine upon you. In Jesus' name. Good night, Jerry. Good night.